Welcome to the Philia Podcasts. We are the daughters of those women who came before us. It is our absolute honour to have met so many incredible women fighting for the liberation of us all. Our role at Philia is to amplify the voices of those women via the Philia Conference and these podcasts. Please take from them what you can. In sisterhood and in solidarity, the Philia team. Um, I'm Gemma and um, here doing a Philia podcast today. So I guess the first thing is, um, who I and who do you do work with? Okay, so my name is Angelica and um, my speciality is being a mental health recovery trainer. So I'm specialising in mindfulness, in self-compassion, in domestic violence recovery. And I think this is how um, I've been found by you, my sister. So I've been approached to develop uh, a similar uh, course, but one which benefits women who have exited um, the sex industry. Okay, so uh, you, my sister, um, that's the organisation that you're part of now, um, and the course um, is with them, is that right? Yes, exactly, yeah. Cool, so um, this course is aimed at supporting um, women who have exited um, prostitution and sort of escape that world. I sometimes think that um, victims and women are just expected to pick up their lives and, and just be fine and there isn't really support out there so it sounds like this course is really needed. Could you tell me a bit about it? Yeah so the main um, the main purpose of the whole course really is the recovery element because exactly what you said that is it just getting out doesn't mean you are fine. Um, the abuse which you've been exposed to, and there is quite a lot, as I've learned actually when I was uh, developing this course together with two young ladies who actually have been in the industry um, and were absolutely invaluable by put to putting this course together. So I really got more understanding how abusive the whole environment actually is. And you know, you don't just um, recover from abuse uh, out of the blue. You need support, you need help. And a lot of it's done also by a shift in perspective, because there can be also quite a lot of shame involved and guilt. And why did I get in and how did this happen? And so there are all sorts of difficulties. Then also when the women come out of it, you know, um, do I declare that I, when I meet someone that what I've done, do I not? So all these kind of issues we are discussing in the course and we are aiming to help women to really um, get to a plate emotionally and mentally, but the, their recovery really sort of speeds off. Yeah. Well, it it sounds like, you know, um, those women will need a lot of support and the expectation to just be okay. Um, because of the shame, a lot of women might not feel like they can, you know, ask for help at their you know, their GPs or something like that. Um, so this course, where where is it available for these women? How can they access it? Well, the best thing would be to contact you, my sister. 
So if, if they go on the website and send an email, um, that would be amazing because then they will be in touch with us. And um, at the moment, well, the course originally was planned as a, as a traditional classroom setting, but COVID uh, changed the ball game now completely. And so the course will be an online course. And, you know, every medal has two sides. So it has advantages and disadvantages because, yes, it's lovely to connect and to meet in a classroom setting and then we can have the chats, the informal chats and the connections and the breaks. We, obviously, you won't get that so much online. But the online um, advantage is that we do not have to find women in the same sort of area to pull them together. They can come from anywhere uh, of the country. And that makes it perhaps more accessible to some women. And also, um, they don't really don't have to declare where they are living. So it's more um, how to say safe, perhaps, for some of them, depending on the circumstances, to take part. Yeah, and I suppose with the shame element of things, you know, that's one barrier taken away, isn't it, with it being online? Um, so that that sounds really good. So um, they just have to contact via the You My Sister website. What is the website? Yeah, it's uh, You My Sister org.uk that's great um and um is there a payment for the course or is it free the course as far as i understand will be free of charge at the moment um we obviously hope at some point also to work together with other organizations because as you know you know there's always some costs involved but at the moment the course is free and um, the idea is that it will always be free for participants yeah so free for the women um and hopefully try and improve how professionals support those women in the future perhaps um so i guess um I would like, if it's okay with you, if you could tell me a little bit about the course, like what's involved, some of the stuff that it covers. Mm. Well, it is very interactive. So um, the course really is designed to draw out the experiences of the women, to actually make them talk and make them think and helps them also to shift perspective. Because... Um, once we can shift perspective, we can look at things that happened to us from a different uh, angle. That really helps in moving on because sometimes we get stuck. So the course really helps women to change their the, the view of what happened to them, why they did it, exploring their motivations. And, you know, it's it's always easy to 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 particularly, you know, maybe raise the moral finger. But this is a, goes a bit more deep. Um, you know, um, there are reasons why people um, end up in that industry. And it's often um, it's often vulnerable people who get drawn into it uh, for for all sorts of reasons. Um, and we want them to see that, you know, um, and, and acknowledge that, you know, they have usually been failed many times by the system before before they actually go in there. So taking away the self-blame is really one of the key issues. And also um, asking them to connect. And I think when they see that others have similar experiences, that might really help as well. 
um, you know, to get a greater understanding, particularly the getting in part of it, you know, that there are certain ways um, which we have identified how women actually end up in there. I think um, what's also useful hearing other people is you can be really judgmental towards yourself, but a person in a similar situation, you can look at that situation and see how these things happened and then maybe apply it to yourself. Because we're always our most harsh critics, aren't we? Absolutely. Um, In fact, society grooms women to be very critical of themselves um, in the first place. Absolutely. Um, I also think that it's important for people to recognise, whether they are part of the sex industry or not, um, although I guess all of us are affected by it really, um, is because society sexually objectifies girls um, all the way up to being women, I guess there's an element of almost grooming us into the sex industry in some way. We're all supposed to, you know, perform like porn stars in the bedroom for men, aren't we, and and look like the women and, and all that sort of stuff. So really the sex industry is very much part of society and expectation of women um so the fact that you know we're also exploited and and get do the most work and get the least amount of money it's easy to see you know how this happens it's very easy and i think you are right the objectification of women is certainly the first step it's so normal uh, so young young girls they don't really see it it's just the way society is and 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 so just taking it slowly slowly a bit further you know might not be that bad to them and then oh yeah oh this is a great opportunity oh there you can really earn some money and you know then uh, it gets paddled with that old with the empowerment bit you know um and then it seems to be very attractive initially until they are in and find out how it really is. So that was what I really learned from the two girls I worked with. Uh, It was quite shocking to see because I had no idea about the industry, I must uh, uh, confess. Um, I have no idea what goes on really uh, on the inside. Um, I obviously knew it can't be good, but Mm -hmm. I didn't have the detail of understanding which I'm having now. And uh, it is actually quite shocking. And it is shocking to see how easily um, young girls can get recruited in. And what I found particular also worrying is that the recruitment seems to take place now also at university level. So like uh, offering the girls an easy and quick way out, uh, so to speak, uh, of paying off all the tuition fees and making a little bit of extra money and um, which has an an absolute devastating effect on them. And so I've been told many um, really do not then finish their degrees because of what uh, happens to them and how they get drawn into this. That's really worrying. Well, we we see, don't we, like girls are taught that their self-worth comes from how they look. And so... It's easy to see, you know, that empowering label that they stick on it. Um, They think it's a good thing that if men want them, then that is their self-worth. That's where they get their self-worth from. Um, 
but you know I, I tend to think if if it can make a man hard it's not empowering <laughs> and it's not feminism and and but I I do think that especially now um with online stuff as well um it's just everywhere isn't it the, the expectation because everyone has a camera phone you're supposed to look and be the perfect decoration all of the time now for for i would say this generation more i think definitely this um generation of young women are under even more pressure um to look perfect um than you know i have been i mean um grew up in the 60s so things were you know much more easier then there was no internet there was um, not all this comparison um, there was a little bit obviously peer pressure but it was absolutely no comparison to what it is now um, and yes I think that makes uh, uh, also a difference and um, what we also do on the on the course you know we are looking a little bit in these things as well um, mm -hmm. so where does it actually begin um, you know, there are certain ways into it. And uh, yes, um, there is the classic trafficking, but that's actually a small amount. Um, yeah. So there is there is more um, the social grooming, um, you know, um, system failure, really poverty. Poverty is a great driver as well. Um, and, and obviously already underlying abuse issues. So you might be aware that there is a great relationship between um, for women who have already been abused as children then to to end up in that in industry so the chances are, are higher so there's quite a a high um, percentage of connection there so it's basically a pe perpetuated abuse in a way and that is also really dangerous because if you have experienced abuse to some extent that's normal because mm -hmm. we can't benchmark is unless we learn something different and, and unless we, we know, oh, this is not right. So maybe we feel, oh, this isn't really right. But then that's how it's done. This is how the family has functioned. And it was very abusive. So the, the, the perpetuation then of the abuse is quite normal. But then we also know that abuse has a huge impact on the mental health. So um, th th that needs that needs to be addressed. And there is um, definitely also a, a great link between mental health problems uh, by with women who have um, exited the industry, which might not be addressed. Yeah, absolutely. They are they are refailed because um, they're left vulnerable to re-exploitation because they're not given any rehabilitation. Um, and you know that there's studies that show um girls who go into state care you know who are removed from the family for whatever reason it tends to be if you're a care leaver you're more likely to be uh, both abused and to you know go into the sex industry as well um and then when you have places like leeds um, where the, the state has decided that, you know, that in, in a certain area that's okay. Um, it, it kind of looks like a factory, um, a state-run factory of, well, sexual abuse, really, I suppose. Um, so um, are you excited for... Um, women to start accessing the course and um, 
you know to start getting helped and share it around and changing people's lives really very very and and for two reasons the first is i really believe we have a fantastic course so um I'm running a domestic violence recovery course at the at my workplace. Uh, I work in the NHS as a mental health recovery trainer uh, for many years, and we have fantastic uh, feedback um, how it helped people. Um, you know, I can't even tell you how many people said this changed my life. Um, this was just so helpful, and I just hope um, that this course will do the same for women who exited the sex industry. And yeah, we put obviously a lot of effort in it, and you know, a lot of thinking and a lot of uh, work and energy went into it. So the exciting bit is really then run it the first time, because then you really know <laughs> how good it works. You know, I mean, I'm obviously expecting there might be you know some adjustments needed. It's always like that. You know, there's only so much you can think about but there was a lot of work going in and I think it is a really really fantastic course and the girls I worked with said oh I wish we could have that course <laughs> when we got out and oh, that, um, that's yeah perfect thing isn't it for, for a survivor to say to you that they wish they had had it that's that's a brilliant thing isn't it Absolutely, yeah. And it is because of their knowledge and, and their willingness also to share their experience that we have such an amazing course. You know, I mean, really, um, there goes a lot, a lot of credit goes to that that two young women who uh, worked with me on it. Because, yes, I have the experience in running uh, this kind of courses, but without the inside, hey, it has no substance. You know, you can't write this uh, as an outsider. It's completely impossible. It would be not uh, being of any use yeah absolutely completely agree and of course the women that do access the course if they have any children in future you know that knowledge will be passed on children and to friends and things so it will have a, a ripple effect um that you will never see but it's it sounds like it's a really fantastic thing to be in the world for sure well, it's certainly something which isn't available. I don't think there is any specific recovery program um, for women who exit the sex industry available at the moment in the UK. And what is also really unique is that, that the course will be run with peer trainers. So there will be a trainer and initially it will be certainly yeah, me because I've you know, been involved, obviously. Um, but there will be a peer trainer. That means a, a trainer with lived experience of being in the sex industry. So that makes really a big difference because the women who come on the course, they will really immediately feel there is someone who understands what they're talking about. Yeah. So they can really connect um, certainly with the peers very well. I hope with me as well, with my background and knowledge of, of abuse and mental health, but certainly with the peer. And it's really important because um, the peer element really makes all the difference in the design and in the delivery. It's just absolutely crucial. Yes, it's for women by women. Yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, it sounds fantastic and something that, you know that you should be really proud of I think that that's it's really great work and it sounds like really important work as well I'm 
I am proud of our course, I must admit. Um, I think it is really good. How good it is, we will test out, but um, I'm, I'm really hopeful. And yeah, so just maybe quick, very quickly, so the, the, the course has six sessions and um, the first four sessions really address the experiences um, in the industry and, and everything which goes with it. And then the last two sessions is act, are actually about rebuilding the self-esteem and moving on. Uh, because that's also really, really important. Um, anyone who suffers from abuse uh, usually has also uh, diminished self-esteem and suffers from a lack of self-confidence. And that has to be addressed. At least it has to be mentioned. Um, and, you know, obviously there's only so much you can do in one course. But, you know, you, you plant a seed and then the women can take that seed away and explore other things which might be helpful for, for them once they've actually seen what, what's the whole thing about it and, and how they got in and what they can do now to help themselves uh, to recover. Yeah, absolutely. And I imagine, um, you know, quite a few of them will have complex PTSD as well in various different symptoms of that. And, um be on various parts of their journey of recognizing what they went through um some of them might not be wanting to think about it at all but at least there's there's a life raft out there there's there's support from yourselves there and like you say it's someone that they will know won't be judging them because of that peer support element yeah I think that's really important as well. And to get them away from the judgment um, and the blame on themselves is one of the major uh, drivers of the course. Because as long as you blame yourself for something, it's very difficult to move on. It's, it's you're, you're sort of stuck uh, in nimbo land and, um, you know, you, you're regretting the past, but you, you're not even enjoying the present because you're regretting so much the past. And it really impacts on you and it also impacts then on the future, because if you're not having a good space now in the in the in the present, the future will also not be that great. I'm hoping I'm making sense. So it's um, yeah. moving away from the blame, the leaving the past behind. That is really the main thing. You know, we can't change our past, but we don't have to relive it constantly. And we don't have to live in regret and in blame and shame. And that um, if, if you can anyone to get away from that, that will be just the biggest reward for us. Because, you know, that's the reward for the facilitators. If you can see, you know, if someone really moves on and someone, you know, you can someone support like that. That's the, the best thing ever. So, yeah, I hope um, we can achieve that as well with this course. Well, um, it sounds amazing and very needed. Um, so, yeah, I, I suppose um, not really on behalf of Philia, but I guess on, on behalf of, of women. Um, but thank you for putting the work in to create this um and for putting this lifeline out there for these women it's it's great um i have i have another question which is a bit of an odd question but i ask it on all of my podcasts okay <laughs> um and my question is what is your favorite cake my favorite cake your favorite cake <laughs> it's probably tiramisu 
no but that's that's like the coffee one isn't it yeah yeah yeah. and it's a bit boozy as well it's really nice but very light (laughs) anything with chocolate anything with chocolate actually will do you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm definitely with you on that (laughs) anything with chocolate i mean i could possibly even stand our prime minister if he was covered in chocolate um (laughs) anyway Thank you so much for talking to me about this course today. I've really appreciated it. And um, yeah, we'll get that information out there as quickly as possible so that then um, women can start being helped by your brilliant work. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for, for creating the course and for taking the time to have this chat with me today. You're welcome. And also, I still want to thank also you, my sister, for having the initiative and the drive and the foresight to do something like this, because that's really where it all started. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's amazing what what women will do for each other, isn't it? You know, it's amazing what we do but for everyone, really. Well, um, I think. I'll leave it on that note. So thank you much for talking to me today. Thank uh, you very much for having me and uh, for, you know, promoting our hopefully fantastic course. That would be wonderful. Absolutely.